You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Lord my God, I just ask that you will speak to us, you will touch us, you will transform our lives, empower us, O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So I want to start a new series. Uh, I call it uh, Wealthy Mind, Wealthy Life. How many people want a wealthy life? Yes? No, you, or you can do with some, at least some poverty to keep you humble. Huh? You don't want, you mean you don't want to be, you don't want to be poor and humble? Huh? Why? <laughs> you don't want to be poor and humble. Huh? Are you serious? <laughs> Don't you want to take a vow of poverty? You, like Mother Teresa, you know? <laughs> says it's her portion. <laughs> hmm? Yeah. But you know, Jesus said it is hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom. Don't you want to be poor so that you can enter with ease? <laughs> you guys are too smart. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So, a wealthy mind and a wealthy life. Alright? Wealthy mind, wealthy life. Many times I know that with, um, with what is going on in the body of Christ and around the world and with social media and all of that, so much is being said by almost everybody. Everybody is now an authority. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Everybody that has a following is an authority. So it seems. Yeah. So if you, have, uh, if you have some thousands of followers, then whatever you say, you, you, I mean, you speak with, huh, with authority. <laughs> so you see people resting the scriptures and twisting the scriptures and making the scriptures to say what it is not saying. And agreeably, there have been a lot of abuse. But how many people know that every good thing has been abused? Yes? Marriage has been abused. Correct? Yeah. Marriage has been abused. Ministry has been abused. Yes? The gifts of the Spirit have been abused. Hmm? The gifts of the Spirit have been, have been abused. Uh, positions have been abused. Positions of power. Positions. Leadership has been abused. So, anything that is good can be abused. And I love the way uh, the late Miles Monroe of Blessed Memory put it. He said, where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. Where purpose is not known, if you don't know the purpose of a thing, if you don't know the purpose of a child, you will abuse the child. If you don't know the purpose of a wife, you will abuse the wife. If you don't know the purpose of a husband, you will abuse the husband. If you don't know the purpose of, of um, whatever it is, you will abuse it. So, the fact that there is abuse, does that mean we should now shy away? And say, oh, well, you know, there's too much abuse these days. I don't want to get married because, you know, there's, there's a lot of abuse. How many people, you know, feel that way? Not even one. You see? Now, now it's illegal for us to smack our children. So I think I just wouldn't have children. 
You see, that law is because they are trying to check abuse, but they don't know the difference between discipline and abuse. They are not able to, you know, to distinguish between the two, and they just put that law. And at the, at the same time, if your child grows up and becomes unruly and lawless, they will send the child to jail. Hmm? So isn't it better... For you, the Bible says foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction drives it out. So isn't it better to drive the foolishness while it's still young, or allow the child is, it becomes an adult and is be, becomes a foolish adult that will torment society? Then you lock him up. So, everything, anything can be abused. And so, also, wealth can be abused. So when I talk about the wealthy mind and wealthy life, you cannot be wealthy if you don't work on your mind. Your mind is vital. Your mind is vital. That's why the devil fights so hard to get our minds. He fights so hard. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. So as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Now, if you think um, wealth... <laughs> It will translate to your life. But I want to say this, that um, the earth is a very wealthy place. Okay? Africa is a wealthy continent. In fact, it's the wealthiest continent. Alright? It's a w the wealthiest continent. And then... South Africa is a wealthy nation. I know, okay, maybe economics might, ec economists might uh, look at it differently. But I want you to know that we are living, as believers, we are living, we have, we are living in two economies. Okay? There is the economy of the, the world. And then there's the economy of the kingdom of God. So you have to learn to, to, um, to operate and don't be restricted by the economy of the world. But there's a way to think. There's a way to think. Poverty starts from the mind. I know there's a spirit of poverty, but it starts from the mind. And just like wealth also starts from the mind. Starts from the mind. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may know what is that good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. So be transformed by what? Renewing of your mind. The word transform, uh, it has a prefix trans, which means across. Okay? So transform, if you want to move from where you are, if you want to cross over from where you are, from the level you are to the next level, there is a work in your mind that needs to take place. So transformation begins from the mind. So, okay, Pastor, what about the spirit? Yes, it starts in the spirit, but the spirit works in the mind. Works in the mind. So that's why you find that um, if you're going to get out of, let's say, poverty, for instance. Poverty simply, I know it's relative, but poverty has to do with your inability to have the necessities of life. Okay? Let's say no food, no 
clothing, no shelter, then you are poor. Some people are officially poor. When we look by that standard. Okay? But to get out of that, there is a way to get out of poverty. And we are told many times, education is the way out of poverty. Come on. Yes? Yeah. So why are we told education is a, is a way out of poverty? Because education works with your mind. It works on your mind. So, what? I mean, what is it that makes a doctor a doctor? If he doesn't take anything in his mind for years, he can't become a doctor. So, he's a doctor because of what he knows. Are you getting my point? So, knowledge is a way out of poverty. It's a way out of poverty. How do you become an accountant? You didn't just become an accountant because you could count. Am I correct? Yeah. There are things, there is a body of knowledge that was fed into your mind over time. And it was tested and tried. And you came out with a qualification, with a paper that said, you went through this. And you are qualified to practice as this. And then you get paid for that. Are you getting my point? And so it applies to every area of life. It applies to every area of life. It's, it's, a, it's the mind. It's the mind. So some people say, oh, well, you know, why are these, uh, why are these CEOs pay so much and all of that? Is the mind. They might not be doing physical work, but they're doing mental work. And so they are rewarded for their mental capacity to strategize, their capacity to envision, their capacity to, to chart a new course, the capacity to, to take the company to the next level. So they are paid for that. Oh, well, but I'm talented pastor. You know, I have, I didn't go to school. I, did, I just have this talent. Great. Great. Talent is good. But you get to a point where you need, there are certain principles. Even though you didn't go to form, you don't have formal education, you still need to work on your mind. So there are some people that didn't, didn't, they didn't go through the former system or they dropped out of the former system. But go and check those people. They worked on their mind consistently. So don't come and tell me, oh, Steve Jobs dropped out and, and, and then became... No, he didn't just drop out and remain like that with the same mind. Are you getting my point? He dropped out, but he still continued to work on his mind. And that's what took him to the level that he got to before he died. So the mind is God's gift to man. Your mind is God's gift to you and it's up to you what you do with your mind. If you feed it with junk, then obviously your life will be in a perpetual junk state. So, why is it that Africa is so wealthy and yet it's so poor? What a contradiction. We need wealthy leaders. And it's not about the bank account. It starts with the mind. Are you hearing me? It starts with what? The mind. So, um, God gave you, he created you in his image after his likeness, and he gave you a mind. Do you know that the animals don't have the kind of mind we have? That's why they are where they are. That's why they are at the level that they are. Why? Because 
they don't have a mind like us. So as somebody that is made in God's image after God's likeness, you have a mind that you can now decide and say, nope, this is not my level. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter where you start from. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter how disadvantaged you are. Your mind is so powerful that it can take you out of wherever, whatever hole you find yourself in. Your mind can take you out. It doesn't matter your experiences. You might have been battered. You might have been wounded. You've made mistakes. You've made blunders. You've blown it here and there. Just learn from it. And then make a decision. And say, it's a new beginning. But it starts from here. So it's the, 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 poor, the poverty mindset. The poverty mindset is, 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 is incredible because with the poverty mindset, what happens is that you find with the poverty mindset, the poverty mindset blames everybody for their condition. Never takes responsibility. The poverty mindset is very creative with excuses. It's able to come up with excuses to explain every reason why they are where they are and they should remain where they are. Isn't that interesting? But I want you to know that that is not God's portion for us. A poverty mind. You see, you can have, um, okay, let's say you, because sociologically we can look at poverty, okay, I don't have this, I don't have that. Oh, that's all right. So you can get out of that. Because I have a formula, I, 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 you know, I have a, well, okay, I don't know if I should get that today. All right, so, but anyway, let's put it this way. Huh? Even if you have money, riches plus greed equals to poverty. So, I, I don't care how rich you are, you are still poor if you, have, if you mix it with greed. Remember, we're looking at God's scheme of things. We're not just looking at the world system because we're kingdom people. Am I correct? We're kingdom people. So, you can have billions in your account... But have you noticed that we have people who have stolen billions and they're still stealing more? Yeah. Now, you, what, what kind of mind do you think they have? It's a poverty mind. It's a poverty mindset. It's a poverty mentality. That's why it doesn't matter how much they steal. They still want to steal more. Because they're looking, oh my God, oh my God. Ah, you know, they're scared of being without. Otherwise, how do you explain that somebody stole billions? Hmm? We're, you know, I don't need to name anybody. <laughs> how do you steal billions and then you are still looking for opportunities to steal more? The billions you have stolen, some of them, if you have to spend a million every single day, you won't finish it. That's how much they've stolen. Because if you put it in fixed, interest, uh, fixed account, fixed deposit, the interest alone, oh my goodness. But they're still stealing. How do you, how do you explain that? It's poverty. Yeah. It's poverty of mind. So if you're going to become wealthy, if you're going to live a wealthy life, you need to start from your thinking. You need to start from your mind. 
Work on your mind. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor, start with your mind. Poverty is in the mind. Yeah, it's in the mind. So, there is poverty, then there is riches, and then there is wealth. Because riches, the Bible says, in the same passage that we read, look at verse 5. It says, will you set your eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away like an eagle towards heaven. He didn't say wealth flies away. He says riches fly away. Did you see that? Yeah. So, Mr. Billionaire that has a poverty mind, you are not wealthy. You are just rich. And those riches will fly. One day. <laughs> the day you become wealthy. Even that wealth. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked. Is laid up for. For the just. Yeah. Proverbs 13. The wealth of the wicked. So if the wicked. Amasses amasses riches. Until it becomes wealth. God is saying that wealth you amassed. Is not for you. I'm going to transfer it. <laughs> don't ask me how it's going to happen. I don't know. I'm just quoting what God said. Amen? Proverbs chapter 13. Let's look at that. Mighty God. It starts with the mind. Is it 13? That scripture it says the wealth. Yeah, okay, twenty-two. Look at twenty-two. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his. Can you see it? Come on, let's read it together. One, two, three. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. So some people are storing something for you. Amen. <laughs> That's what God is saying. Amen. But you see, there's a mindset you need to have to attract it. So if you will focus on your mind, on how to renew your mind, and work on your mind, and get rid of poverty in your mind, and become wealthy in your thinking, you know, the New Age people say there's a law of attraction. <laughs> That's what they call it. Now, I wouldn't use that same language, but there is a spiritual principle whereby your life will attract certain things. When your mind has developed the capacity to magnet those things. Hallelujah. So it's not anybody's fault that your mind is the way it is. Don't blame anybody. If you're an adult and you are thinking poverty, you need to get out of that thinking. Alright? And, 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 and begin to work on your mind. There's no place for poverty in the kingdom. It's not, it's not, it's not. People are attacking, okay, oh, you know, ah, prosperity, you know, there's this against prosperity and all that. Listen, you know, if something is abused, people don't have the capacity to balance things. Then they get confused about what people are saying. Poverty does not glorify God. 
it does not advance the kingdom. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, we're talking about media and all of that. Why, why, are, we, why are we... We won't go there and say, Shika Brando Kotoste. Just give us airtime. It doesn't work like that. We pay to be here. Do you understand? It, it costs a lot of money to be here. We're not just... We don't just go, oh, yeah, guys, we're around. You know, we're the people of God. This is the kingdom of God here, you know. Hallelujah. Give us a place and you'll be blessed. You, you say that they will call you a thief. So the strategy of the enemy is to abuse the minds of God's people. So that God's people don't get into wealth. Are you getting my point? So that God's people are perpetually kept in poverty. And in lack. Now there will be seasons where there will be lack. Don't, 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 I mean, even God took them through the wilderness and allowed them to suffer lack. That they may know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. From the mouth of God. Okay, So sometimes God will allow you to go through certain seasons, but it doesn't mean that that season is your destiny. Glory to God. Life is not lived in one season. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Winter doesn't come and say, I'm not going. I just love to be around. It, it, it doesn't have the capacity to remain. All right. Before you know it, time has changed. <laughs> the calendar is moving. Things are changing. So, God allows us to go through certain phases in life. Go face certain situations in life. But that has nothing to do with uh, your destination. The only thing it has to do with your destination is that it is to prepare you and to equip you and to test you to uh, so that when you get there, you can handle what God has for you. Because some people cannot handle riches. Okay? Riches are more temporary. Wealth is more enduring. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So you can get rich quickly. You know, you, you know they say there are some get rich quick schemes. Have you noticed that those schemes don't really work? Huh? <laughs> huh? You know them, right? Just, just, uh, just, just give me. <laughs> One guy came to me and said, "Look, oh, pastor, oh man, I have this opportunity. I just know, you know, you, you're the right person for it." I said, oh, "Okay, talk to me. What is it?" So, you know, then he took me to his house and showed me this. He opened this. He's opened this thing. This box and he shows me, and I just see papers. I said, "What is this?" He said, "No, this is these are rand notes. You just need this chemical, and then you just mix this, and then you pour it. This alone, this is like I, I can't even remember the the the." The, the, the figures, these are 200 rand notes. So we mix this chemical, we pour this. This is what they do in the mint. And I looked at him, I said, do you honestly believe that you can sell this to me? Huh? Now, I'm not saying you are a crook. But I'm just telling you, you have been deceived. Say, so, no, these people, you know, these people, they, they used to work with uh, wherever. So they stole it. I said, count me out, my brother. Oh, no, we need to just buy this mercury and then, you know, we just put this. No. Maybe in the next few months I'll find out from him if it has worked. Yeah. 
But people, the point is this. When, when you want to get there overnight, that's where you get into trouble. Even people that win lotto. Huh? Have you noticed it doesn't last? Because it's not wealth. You can win 200 million. Huh? Tata my chance. Come on, you just win it. Bah! Yeah! Now, you have the bank balance, but you don't have the mind. Do you understand? So, if you don't have a wealthy mind, it doesn't matter how much you are given. It will gather wings. That's what the Bible says. Then you look and say, hey, where did it go to? It has gathered wings and it has flown to where? To heaven. <laughs> I'm telling you, Solomon was so wise. He, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Riches gather wings and they fly. Wealth requires endurance. Wealth requires discipline. Do you understand me? Wealth requires sustained effort. So you don't, you don't, you don't, you can never find anybody that got wealthy overnight. And that is why, even if you inherited so much, if the mind has not been worked on. I know children of billionaires who are struggling to pay rent today. I don't want to mention the names, but I know. You know, people whose parents have, have publishing houses, shipping lines, uh, airlines, farms, Every, around the world, not just in one country, not in one continent. I died a few years down the line. I asked, uh, what about this person? They said, ah. Yes. You know, the other day, there was, you know, the, the landlord was, they, 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 they evicted him. I said, what? Somebody who had a business in Japan, in the UK, in the US, and in other places. What, what happened? Come on, somebody do this. <laughs> Gathered wings. Riches gather wings and they fly. Yes. So maybe when it was time to develop the mind, they were not serious. They were just blowing it everywhere. It was easy come, easy go. Hmm? That's why it doesn't matter how much you have. Why do you think people like uh, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates are telling their children, you're not going to inherit this. You only get so little. So don't bank on this. Why? You have to develop the mind. Because if you become lazy to develop your mind, and you are banking on this, forget it. Say wealthy mind, wealthy life. So God, that's why in pro, uh, in. Um, Third John, verse 2. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you what? Prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. Can you see? So true prosperity is linked to your soul condition. The state of your soul. 
to be in health as your soul prospers. If the devil comes to offer you riches or wealth, it's always at the expense of your soul. He will never give you anything that will benefit your soul. Actually, if he gives you something, he's taking much more from you than what he's giving you. That's how it is. I wish above all things that you be in health even as your soul prospers. Now I've said before, there are different types of prosperity. So when you talk about prosperity, people only think financial. Well, if you study the Bible properly, you find that the Bible, when the Bible talks about prosperity, the Bible, the prosperity is a, is a, is a wholesome word. For example, if you are traveling, you want to go to Durban, I say, you know, have a prosperous journey. So when you travel safely, you have prospered in your journey. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So if you are healthy in your body, you are prospering in your health. So your mind is the starting point. Because your soul, your mind is a part of your soul. How many people know that? Yes, your mind is part of your soul. So for you to prosper as your soul prospers, it means yet your mind needs to, needs to grasp certain things. There are things you need to understand. There are principles you need to understand. There are, there are laws you need to understand. You cannot be ignorant of certain things because ignorance is costly. It's more costly. You can't say, oh, well, education is too expensive, so, you know, my children don't go to school, just stay at home. You can't do that. Why? Because ignorance is more expensive. So, you pay so much. Why does education cost so much? And it's still rising, in case you don't know. Those of you that are starting now. It's still rising. And, 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 and those of you who, have, who are educated, you need to thank God for your parents. It took them a lot of sacrifice. Huh? For you to become who you are. Am I correct? Yeah. They had to forego a lot of things, give up many privileges, just to make sure that they are always paying those fees. That's why education is a good business. <laughs> yeah. Because it's working on the minds. The minds of people. And that's why the devil also works on the mind. Remember in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Huh? Verse 4, it says, The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down what? Imagination and every high thing and every thought. Where do thoughts reside? In the mind. So his warfare, his warfare against you is in the mind. He's fighting your future in your mind. Hallelujah. He's fighting your marriage in your mind. He's fighting your education in your mind. He's fighting your career in your mind. So if you have a poor mindset or a poverty mindset, you know what? A poverty mindset affects every area of your life. It's not just financial. Because a, poor, a poverty mind 
will see another person blessed and becomes jealous of that person. That's a poverty mind. This person has achieved this and then the poverty mind, somebody that is poor in his mind, will be saying, why you? Why not me? That's a poverty mind. And that's why many times we don't like to see others progress. And we find ways to pull each other down. It's the poverty mind. It's the poverty mind. Huh? So because of that, people should be careful how they testify around you. Because of how poor you are. Sure. I refuse to be poor. Amen? Come on, why don't you say that? I refuse to be poor. Amen? I refuse a poverty mindset. Hallelujah. You see, a wealthy mind does not mind other wealthy minds around. You see, haven't you noticed that the fight... Even, you know, xenophobia or Afrophobia or whatever you call it, don't you know it's a mindset? Why is it not happening in Santon? It's a mind. It's a poverty mindset. If I don't eat, you should not eat. So let me destroy it. So you cry, then I cry. Or you cry, then I laugh. I'm happy to see you cry. That's a poverty mind. So some people even, you know, in their offices, they will not allow, they don't want other people to, pro, to, to progress. They don't want you to be promoted. They will do everything, backstab, tell lies, fabricate things, conspire and lie about you so that you will not rise. It's a poverty mindset. I don't care how much is in their bank account. They are poor. It's a poverty mind. So we rebuke. I rebuke every poverty mindset. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke and I cut off every mindset. Every mindset of poverty. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. You see a wealthy mind will celebrate the success of others. But a poverty mind becomes jealous and insecure because other people are progressing. You know, somebody comes up, he buys a new car, and then you're looking and it's like, hmm. Begin to, you know, raise your nose. It's your poverty that is affecting you. Get out of that mindset. And somebody's blessed, celebrate with them. Hallelujah. Then God will be, begin to bring more wealthy people around you. Maybe it can drop off on you. Maybe their mindset, their knowledge, their wisdom, their understanding can rub off on you to take you out of your level. Yeah. So poverty minds always like to fellowship with poverty minds. And they are just busy talking about every other person. But none of them can get out of where they are. Say, Lord, deliver me. Lord, deliver me. Deliver me, oh God. Every mindset, every poverty of mind. Because your mind is the gateway to your future. Hallelujah. It's a gateway to your future. So you can't, if you, if you don't work on it. That's why... That's why when I say read books, some people, it's like, it's like it's, it's a chore just to read. I mean, do you know what it means to write a book? Somebody spent many hours to put thoughts down. Spent money to get it printed, published. Spent money to distribute it. All you have to do is to read. And you have a problem. That's a poverty mind. A mind that cannot receive knowledge. 
How is it going to be upgraded? They actually told me that. And I was encouraging. I said, my brother, you need to read. He says, but why can't they just make videos of it? I, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I'll never forget years ago. I think it was 92. Miles Monroe was in London. And I went there. He was talking, talking. And he said, he made a statement that offended me. You know, or should I say challenge me. He said, if you want to hide anything from a black man, put it in a book. Because he will never read it. I said, no. No. <laughs> Thank God the statement was coming from a black man. <laughs> I said, no, I'm not going to fulfill that. I'm not going to fulfill that. So from that time, oof, I just devour. Yes. If you want to be a lawyer and you don't read, <laughs> How are you going to? How are you going to do it? There is no career that doesn't require reading. You know, except grave digging, and you know, and there there are some things that you know you don't require reading. But even if you are a grave digger, you can be digging the grave. Then at night you read. Do you understand? Invest in your mind. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what level you are at. It really doesn't matter. It's what you are putting in your mind. So when you start investing in your mind, ah, you will sit down there and people will not know that you have left where you are already. And one day, an opportunity will just hit you. And you are ready for it. Hallelujah. That's how it works. God will take you. God, I mean, God has a plan for you. He says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. To bring you to an expected end. To give you a bright future. So it doesn't matter how dark it is now. Work, invest on your mind. Invest on your mind. You know? And some of you here that are studying, you've, you've finished studying, you went back, you study again, you know, kudos to you. Well done. If you have the opportunity to do it, you know, do it. Why is going to prepare you for the opportunity? There's nothing as bad as opportunity meeting an unprepared person. Hmm? So I say, oh, if only I can meet the president, you know, I'll just uh, ask him for this. If they just bring you down, they say, you have five minutes with the president. What, what, what are you going to say? Now, if you have not applied your mind, you go there, um, um, you know, <laughs> uh, my rent money is... <laughs> you see, please, when you have certain opportunities, be careful not to waste them. When you meet some people, that's not the time to bring your need. That's the time to bring out what is going to you know, give you many other things that will sort out that need. Amen. Yeah. But if your mind has not been prepared, you just go there, you will just be starstruck. Hey! Do a, take a selfie, take a selfie. <laughs> you post it on Instagram and all that you have is a selfie 
with the president. It has not translated into anything. And people are saying, wow, you took a selfie with the president? Of course. Yeah. What did it translate to? Why did God give you that opportunity? Wasted opportunity. Because as we're praying and as we continue to pray, God is going to begin to bring certain opportunities. God is going to begin to open certain doors. But if your mind is not prepared, do you know what? You'll be in trouble. Imagine Joseph when the, the, you know, Pharaoh sent for him. If he had not worked on his mind. Remember, he was a slave. Okay? This is somewhere, you, you think, you, you're saying, oh, my problem, we were colonized and all of that. His own is not, it's even beyond that. This was a prince in his own home. He was sold. And you know those days when they sell slaves, they, they, they display them naked with chains. They stand. And then people come and say, oh, this one, I'll pay. <laughs> so much for him. Dehumanizing. And that was his life. For years. Decades. Then after that, from, from there, okay, he was standing for righteousness. He ended up in jail for righteousness. It's like he could have, if, if some of us would be offended, God, is this what you give me for standing for you? Look at where I am now. But he didn't have that kind of mindset. Amen? He didn't have that kind of mindset. By the time Pharaoh sent for him, or if it's some of us, when the butler forgot, you will never forget, forgive that butler. Look at him. Huh? I interpreted his dream and it came to pass. Just to remember me is a problem. It's now two years. Two years. It, not even hello. Not even, not even a letter. He didn't even come to visit. He didn't. Huh? See how people are? Very ungrateful. Very, look at, look, the height of ingratitude. And then just close his heart. If he had done that, do you think that butler would have even remembered? Pharaoh had a dream. Oh, nobody can interpret. Oh, by the way, I forgot. Hey, I for God forgive me. Huh? There is a Hebrew boy. He interpreted our dreams in prison and it was spot on accurate. Pharaoh said, hey, no, no resting. Go get him now. Now they go to a prison. Hey, Joseph, Joseph. Hurry up, hurry up. Pharaoh is calling for me. The Bible says he shaved himself. Hallelujah. You know, he had he did not have the mind of a slave. Are you getting me? He did not have the mind of a slave. He just, he prepared himself and dressed himself. You know, comb his hair. You know, oil his face. Looking nice. Spray some deodorant. And, you know, not smelling like, like prison. You know, put, put some, some mouthwash and, you know, freshen his breath. And he walks into that place with dignity. Hallelujah. He walks in there and Pharaoh looks at him and says, yeah, this guy looks smart. And Pharaoh begins to share his dream. I said, Pharaoh, <laughs> yeah, this is your dream. Oh, okay, your Pharaoh is repeating, okay, I saw this, then I saw this, then. It's enough, it's enough. All of them is one dream. This is the interpretation. Wow. Pharaoh is impressed. Then he says, Pharaoh, by the way, I advise that you find a wise man, a man of wisdom. If he had not worked on his mind, would, would, <laughs> would he have, where would he have gotten that kind of advice to give Pharaoh? 
Are you getting my point? So it's not about the gift of the interpretation of dream. He didn't just remain with the gift. He didn't just remain with the raw talent. He developed the mind. He developed the mind. So when the opportunity came, ooh, he just gave the wisdom. Pharaoh said, huh? Who else is qualified to administrate this advice? From now on, you're in charge. You'll become second in command. Everything, nobody will lift anything. No economic decision will happen in Egypt without your consent. Hallelujah. Work on your mind. You need to have a wealthy mind. I have news for you. Joseph, even though he was a slave, he had a wealthy mind. Even when he was in prison, he had a wealthy mind. So it was no surprise that when he stood before Pharaoh, he could give him the ability to manage the economy of Egypt. And he was able to save that nation, was able to save that land. So I pray that God will give us a wealthy mind. A wealthy mind. as people get rid of every poverty because true wealth begins in the mind amen and i know that any trace of poverty in your mind listen this has nothing to do with your bank balance okay don't allow your bank balance to determine your mindset. That's where we miss it. Don't allow that. Think wealthy thoughts. Hallelujah. As a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. I refuse to be poor. If it offends anybody, too bad. Come on. Tell your neighbor that if, if you, or do you, are you going to be offended if your neighbor is wealthy? Huh? You won't. Hmm? I want to start dedicating some golf streams. Huh? Yeah, I said, Pastor, you know, come and dedicate my private jets. And so, this is. Gulfstream is a jet, okay? You, in case when I say Gulfstream, some of you are looking. It's a private jet. It's a it's a fantastic one. It's a fast one. Hmm? Fly from here to the U.S. You don't need to stop how many times to fuel. Yeah. So we need to start dedicating such. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Instead of being jealous of someone that just uh, you know. Just bought a car. It's still on the ground. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's on the ground. <laughs> are you talking? Hallelujah. Amen. You know? Those days when Reinhard Bonke was having crusades, you know that one of those crusades, each one cost not less than a million dollars for one crusade. Hey, hey, poverty cannot do that. Not do that. You know, we're sitting here and we're busy buying land in Malawi. Poverty cannot do that. Hallelujah. Cannot do that. We need. Look at we're sitting here. You know, there's a property that we saw on New Road. They're asking for 20 million. Ish. Ish. Huh? But we are not poor in our minds. So we're not intimidated. Hallelujah. So we look at you and say, um, I'll come back to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. We'll come back. We'll come back. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. We're just, we're just looking. You know. Yeah. So let's let our minds be upgraded. 
renewed, transformed. Hallelujah. Even if you don't have a car, you are walking. As you are walking, have a mind that has pictured a car. Hallelujah. You don't have a house. Let your mind begin to envision that. Yeah. As a man thinketh, so is he. If all the time you are only meditating on your bills, how are you going to get out of that? Hmm? You can't get out of that. Thank God for the bills. We are not in denial. Bills, you are paid in Jesus' name. Uh, let's focus on what <laughs> we should focus on. <laughs> Hallelujah. We want, to, we, want, we want to plant churches, you know, all over this continent. But we can't do it with the kind of income you have. It's, 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 I don't care how much raise you have. Anyway, I can't finish everything tonight. Hallelujah. Why don't you just take a moment, just talk to the Lord. Say, Lord, help me, help me. Help me, yes. My mind, let my mind deliver me from every poverty of thought. Every poverty of thought, deliver me, O God. In the name of Jesus. Lebradike sunda bradiketus. Lenda kasibradustus. Deliver me, O God. Yes. Give me a wealthy mind. A wealthy mind. A wealthy mind. I'm trusting you for a wealthy mind. Lord my God, let everyone in this place. And everyone under the sound of my voice. Lord, I ask that you will do. Do a work. A wealthy mind. Lord my God. Not a mind of poverty. Not a mind of stinginess. Not a mind of jealousy. Not a mind, oh God. That pulls other people down. Not a mind that... that Holds other people back from moving forward. Deliver us from such thinking. Stinking thinking. My Lord and my God. Flush our minds. Cleanse our minds. With your word, oh God. Yes. Let your word cleanse our minds. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. I thank you. I thank you for kingdom wealth. I thank you for kingdom wealth in this house. In the name of Jesus, I ask, O oh God, that the heavens will open Yes, that the resources of heaven will open. Oh, Father God, the treasuries of heaven will be open. Fill our minds with, with wealthy thoughts. Wealthy thoughts. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. I break every stronghold of poverty. In the name of Jesus, I break every stronghold of poverty in the minds of your people. In the name of Jesus, I break it. I pull down every stronghold. Everything that Satan has erected around the minds of your people to hinder them, oh Lord, from getting into wealth. Let it be removed right now. Because the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations. And bringing every thought into captivity. To the obedience of Christ. I command every thought to be brought into captivity. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. Thank you Lord. I give you praise. 
I declare over this church wealthy minds and wealthy lives in the name of Jesus enduring wealth let it be released let it fall upon us in the name of Jesus my Lord and my God we bless your name we give you praise I thank you for the covenant of wealth let it be activated in this house in the name of Jesus thank you father in Jesus name amen This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.